Welcome back to the 12th episode of Mixed Bag. I'm here with Francesco and Ise. Hello. Hi. And we're talking about the April 2022 game releases. It's not a lot, but yeah, there are some cool games coming out. Um, first, we're going to talk about the games we've been playing in the past four weeks. What have you guys been playing that you can talk about? Chaos. We've been killing chaos. You've been, have you oh. killed chaos yet? Right, <laughs> I guess. Yeah, it's Stranger Paradise, Final Fantasy XIV. Uh, every time I say Final Fantasy, uh, Final Fantasy, I just tack on fourteen because it's the one I think about more. But yeah, Final Fantasy <laughs> Origin. Um, chaos of Origins fourteen. Neo Final <laughs> Fantasy Edition. But it's uh, it's it's, it's fine. It's like a bit spaghetti visually and technically and story-wise. <laughs> Does it have a lot of memes, at least? <laughs> like, that's the thing. It, like, it kind of <laughs> has memes throughout, but it's like, the amount of cutscenes isn't that high. It's like, most of the cutscenes are really short. It, it, it basically follows, like, the Neo formula of, like, having really short cutscenes at the beginning and end of stages. And then, like, the it mainly just being, like, some like uh, just gameplay, but it does have like dialogue during the gameplay, unlike Neo, because like Neo was mostly like you, you, your guy didn't speak for like the majority of it. I think Neo in between too. it decides to put you into single player suddenly if you're playing in co-op. Yeah, now it's the, time for exposition. Like for you can play moment. the majority in multiplayer, but occasionally yeah, it kicks you out and makes you do like a single player instance. The the weird thing with the single player stuff is a lot like. It's all like with the majority of the single player stuff centered around like this the the one town, and it it really feels like at one point there was supposed to be like it wasn't supposed to be stage structured or at least there was supposed to be some sort of area you could roam around yeah outside of the stages that got like cut at some point. Now there's only the tavern, <laughs> but. Yeah, for the most part, it's like quite similar to Neo. Uh, has some of the same problems as Neo with like the stupid amount of loot that doesn't really mean much, and it also for whatever reason doesn't let you change your character's appearance separate to the loot, so you kind of look a bit weird all the time. Yeah, <laughs> but it's uh, it's it's fun enough. Yeah, like the the fact that there's not that much cutscene wise means that the memes are kind of minimized, but it, it's still You're there. Increase the memes. <laughs> <laughs> it's sort of like they, they went with whatever they could for the shorter story but yeah i'm not sure if like the dlc is adding any more story content but if it does then they'll probably probably bring back the memes for a bit i've started uh, i've talked to the person who is doing the localization in germany and they are also hoping for uh more exposition in the dlc and a more engaging story maybe there I yeah, I feel like it'll probably just follow the same formula. I, in fact, more no like, memes at this point. Like, yeah, it's like mm. it's hard to tell from, because the, all they've released about the DLC so far is the fact that it's like it's like the names of it and the fact that there's going to be like three one like three pieces of DLC, and like one of them, like the the very last one, sounds like it's gonna maybe have some story. Like it, it sounds more likely to have story stuff, but. Yeah, it feels like it might follow the same thing that a lot of like Japanese games do with the season passes, where they release like a bunch of really minor stuff that like for like the people that are playing the game already, like have already they they don't need it anymore, and the people that haven't aren't going to be buying DLC, and then like the only major piece arrives like really late. <laughs> but I mean, Neo got the decent DLC, so it might it might be all be decent, but I think it might be more gameplay focused. But more, yeah, more memes would be good. <laughs> uh, have you played anything else? Final Fantasy fourteen, of course. Uh, yeah, every now and then. Um, I've not really been playing loads of stuff. Like, there's a bunch of games that came out last month that I do want to eventually play. Like, um, I'll like eventually play Tokyo uh, Ghostwire Tokyo, but probably I was kind of holding off on it because it's sort of like I have so much to play and. It's an open world game, and I'm kind of like, how buggy is it gonna be? <laughs> mm -hmm. Seems like it turned out all right. And the, the new Kirby game came out, which I will play eventually. Not that it matters when I pick it up because it'll always be the same price. Because I'm Nintendo pretty much game. in the same boat. Didn't play it that much because I'm also yeah. already engaged in some games, and 
but soon. I played a tiny bit of Rune Factory Five. It's it's okay. It's a bit. It's like I only knew because I saw some stuff from the Japanese version. It's a very very bad Switch game. It like it runs really poorly. <laughs> like that. It's like I think without the technical issues, like part of it being on the Switch and part of it just being like maybe rushed development. Like if it was if it was better in that regard, I'd like it'd be really good. But it's like it's still a decent game, but because it's on the Switch, it just gets kind of dragged down. <laughs> like if it was on PC or like PS4 or something, I think they'd be able to like brute force it a bit with the better hardware. Yeah, but <laughs> it's a bit of a technical mess, which is a shame. Yeah, speaking about Kirby, I just started that. Uh, I played through the first three worlds. We've got a late copy from Nintendo. Thanks for that. That we've got that. <laughs> um, yeah, it's pretty fun. Um, the uh, the first world you can actually play for free in the demo up until yeah, the demo is pretty good. Um, I'm just glad they finally did a 3D Kirby. <laughs> like yeah, yeah. Like it's like it's one it, of those it, games I want to play eventually. But right now I have too much of a backlog. But it's yeah. cool that you can actually level up your powers. I've never, yeah, I've never seen I wasn't that before. Yeah, it's actually like, really, really powerful. If you level up your your volcano ability, I don't know what's it called in English. Uh, it's really powerful. It's OP a little bit. Yeah, I the vehicle think... sequences are also pretty fun. Like uh, there's a karting mini game and there's gliding. They do, they do like like the extra stuff because like the Planet Robobot had like the big mech that you could use. Oh, a right, bunch. Yeah. But yeah, obviously the mouthful mode's kind of funny. <laughs> it's like. Kirby gets tetanus from like chewing on a giant on like a big rusty car. It's like it doesn't look very sanitary. It's like, are you sure you should be doing that, Kirby? It's like, oh. I still wonder what the logic is behind him not being able to like swallow the the car, but he can like yeah. like in the previous games he's been able to swallow like bigger things. It's like, just don't worry about it. Kirby technically can uh, absorb the entire universe if he wanted. So. Yeah. <laughs> He chooses not to sort the entire car. <laughs> yeah, that's that's probably it. He chooses not to do it. It's still pretty weird. Yeah, but that, that did bring a lot of memes as well, like the mouthful mode. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, like looking back at stuff as well, it's like I'm like vaguely interested in uh, Tiny Tina's Wonderlands, but I still haven't played Borderlands Three. <laughs> so it's kind of like it's more of a. It kind of looks fun, but I'll I'll wait. Especially since if it gets cheaper, I can like probably convince other people to buy it. <laughs> for I actually have uh, three copies of Borderlands Three, and yeah, maybe at some point <laughs> we will play it. Oh, maybe then. Yeah, <laughs> like, it's like the Borderlands games are pretty fun co-op. The writing gets progressively more annoying as the series goes on, but it's it's fine. It's all, the sort of thing to kind of as long as you play it co-op, it's fine. Yeah, like solos okay but it's definitely more enjoyable just to mess around with a few other people mm -hmm. and laugh uh, w with the writing yeah yeah not at it. yeah yeah speaking of messing around uh we've been playing a little bit of Gran Turismo 7 you see it on our youtube channel francesco and i and i'm in the process of finishing it so i'm on the last cup or oh, rally is really uh tedious <laughs> yeah i've also been playing a bit of uh, Gran Turismo in the meantime uh, most of my match time was spent on finishing for the second time Arceus. I did it time free now. So wow. I played a bit of Gran Turismo. Uh, and I guess once uh, uh, I plan to play soon Lost Judgment since Pat was so kind to give me a copy for my <laughs> birthday. Thank you again for that. I plan to open it eventually. After the DLC is like out. <laughs> Hopefully soon, after my my work stuff is over for a bit, but <laughs> uh, yeah. I yeah, have I a lot of the DLC. Um, I played through the first chapter. Yeah, I'm going to start with the DLC since it's already out, so I can give you my impressions on that as well. And then at that point, I'll play the base game. Hmm? <laughs> yeah, the DLC. Once I'm free. <laughs> The DLC features a new main character, Kaito, um, which uh, was initially a little bit odd, uh, I found, because it's always uh, Yagami. But of course, uh, there are some differences between Sega and the agents, talent agency of Yagami. 
I, as far as I've seen of like stuff for the, for the DLC, yeah, Yagami li literally doesn't make a physical nope, appearance not at yet. all. <laughs> <laughs> like at least I saw in the, I saw in the opening, it's like there's like, like a text message or something, and that's about it. Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't get Yagami them. content now. Back to Gaito. <laughs> well, it's it's basically like a lot of people are kind of wondering if this is their way of trying to see if people would be okay with the next game having Kaito as the protagonist. Maybe, yeah. <laughs> Exactly. But I I I, gen I kind of treat it more as like this them just going like treating it as like a last hurrah like maybe not going back to judgment at all. Yeah, but... it feels like the Majima uh, chapter they added to uh, Kiwami too. I think it was. Yeah, so it's kind of it's kind of like a more fleshed out sort of thing like that. But like the yeah the Majima chapter was really short though. Like and you you basically had like the one move set and nothing else. So like it's a, it's a bit more than that at least. Yeah, it's supposed to be uh, around uh, ten hours, but there are no yeah. side quests. I was surprised. Yeah, to find like it's kind of a shame. Yeah. Like it would it would have been nice. It would have made sense to have had a few, but oh well. <laughs> it is. What it's it is. more streamlined than the uh, for the the base game. You have the the stealth, um, the chases, and the combat, and of course two combat styles. Tank combat style is pretty fun when you can, when he automatically picks up anything that can be a, a bike, uh, or uh, yeah, anything that stands in the way. Yeah, I I wish the stealth wasn't there. <laughs> it's like the stealth sort of like it's sort of the case of like they in Lost Judgment they made it so that the chase scenes were like or like the tailing stuff was barely there, and it was like a little bit more interesting. But then to balance that out, they had to put stealth in, which isn't that fun. It's like oh. I don't. I don't want to play the stealth stuff. It's pretty short, actually. Um, yeah. You you have more uh, deduction scenes, more detective scenes. Yeah, that's. I, I kind of like. But they can be infuriating as well. <laughs> when you have to find a phone number, and they give you two other phone numbers, which are very apparent, and the one you need to find is somewhere in the back, <laughs> in the corner. Yeah, but but you also has uh, three different senses now. So he can smell, he can hear. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't need the dog anymore. He can, he can smell stuff himself. Good yeah, notes. it's fun. If you like the base game, you will enjoy the DLC. But you won't uh, buy the base game for the DLC, I suppose. Yeah, it's just more, more... If you like Lost Judgment, you get a little bit more with the character that plays like a little bit closer to um, Kiryu, if you're kind of missing like the, like, the Yakuza games being the action ones. <laughs> And he's an ex-Yakuza, after all. <laughs> Lost Judgment, not Yakuza game now with more Yakuza. <laughs> <laughs> it's just I mean, a little bit pricey with 30 euro. And the, yeah. the season pass, I think, is 30, 35 euro. So you can basically Something just like that. Pass. It probably doesn't help that like, the season like the, Most of the value from the season pass comes from the Kaito DLC. Because all I've seen... Um, of like the other D DLC doesn't some school really stuff there it. and some outfits I think yeah it's just like you also get the um you get a style based on like the boxing mini game kind of so like you, you like Yagami straight gets an extra style that you can use that's nice but it's sort of like yeah it's, I don't I don't know I'm not I'm not really a fan of how they did most of the DLC I mean the Yakuza DLC in general has never been good but it's always been like minor stuff so at least like the Kaito ones a, a bit. There's something a bit different, a bit more substantial. Yeah, and the Ultimate Edition will probably go on sale uh, this year. Uh, maybe on Black Friday you can pick it up. Yeah. Well, they and that includes the Kaito DLC, of course. Yeah. I think it's like it has the problem with I was mentioning with like Season Pass stuff before, where most of like the beginning stuff's all really minor things that like people that have already played through the game probably aren't interested in. So they have to wait for ages for the actual like main bit that comes last. <laughs> Yeah. So and I'm not really a fan of that way of uh, doing DLC. More on that uh, later on when we actually play through it. <laughs> okay, uh, let's get to the game releases in April. We'll be pretty short. Uh, we yeah. got Lego Star Wars next week on April 5th. I think it's Tuesday. Yeah, it's on Tuesday. Next Tuesday. I've seen it at E3 2019 when it was revealed. It was a very impressive presentation that we weren't allowed to talk about a lot. 
And uh, yeah, some have played it, some can't talk about it. But, uh, <laughs> I can at least talk, I guess, about the Cloud Preview event. I managed to take part in one of those. Uh, I only played on, on the episode four for the first hour. Uh, yeah, it seems pretty interesting. It uh, really wants to put a new spin on the LEGO games formula. Uh, looks very interesting. We'll see. I'm interested to see how the public uh, re received it because I thought it was very interesting. Yeah, I, and, I'm, and it's well, a lot of fun. From what I thought, it has a lot of well made jokes. All on app four, so it's just like it's been so long since I played a Lego game. It's kind of it's still weird to see the characters actually speak now. Yeah, <laughs> I can't remember but the alternate mode that you yeah. can let them not speak like before. <laughs> But yeah, like it's it's one of it makes like, sense for how they wrote it because yeah. they're basically parroting the entire script from what yeah, I saw in it's, it's, it's like it's sort of like yeah, it's it's made to have the dialogue on. It's like they they don't just like try and have the dialogue be normal or anything. They does at least they they at least try and they keep do the normal normal. dialogue and then weird shit happens on the screen basically. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, it's like I've been wanting to play a Lego game again eventually. I, th I think I have a few here and there from like free giveaways and like bundles and stuff. So I'll probably play through them first. But I also haven't actually watched any Star Wars related stuff for a very long time either. So episode four was the last one. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, um, yeah, it's like I haven't watched like the original trilogy in a very long time, and I haven't watched the new ones at all. <laughs> so. A lot of it would be. You were missing but... much. <laughs> yeah, maybe maybe this would be the best way to uh, watch the new trilogy. <laughs> play it instead. Yeah, probably. <laughs> well, it, it actually felt, at least in the presentation, quite different from other Lego games. I don't know how you perceived it when you actually played it, but yeah. it's a new camera angle that changes a lot. It's a way better graphic engine. Um, and there's a lot more going on, actually. It's not mm -hmm. that scripted like before, it seemed. And they're yeah. more open-worldly. Yeah, that's a, from what I saw in the F4, like we saw Tatooine, and there's yeah, basically that's this, huge, uh, this huge world that you can explore, and there's secondary missions you can complete. There's a lot of collectibles, I saw. So it's, yeah, it can right. be a very very long game for those interested in collecting everything, which is interesting. Obviously, you don't have to do that, but it's interesting that the option is there. Yeah, and there's an, there's going to be a bunch of DLC for it as well, from the looks of it. That includes like a lot of like. I the think they already character. announced the Mandalorian characters, but it's probably going to be just new characters. I don't think it's gonna. They're gonna add like uh, new movies. Such. Yeah, it looks like it's um, a lot it's of Lego characters. Star Wars Plus. <laughs> well, yeah, there's basically only like seven sets of DLC characters. So I think in the deluxe edition, they already including the solo characters. So yeah, I don't think they're gonna make new movies because solo would have been a candidate. Yeah, because it looks like a bunch of them are releasing the same day as the game. Which yeah, which includes like um, some of the like. Oh yeah, because I think they're included in the deluxe edition. So. Yeah, so it's like they'll include them, and then there's like Rogue One characters and. Uh, oh yeah, it was Rogue One and Solo, if I remember right. Yeah. But well, on um, the same day, we have MLB The Show 22. I think uh, Mo is looking forward to that. I think he mentioned that last time. Sure no longer was, PlayStation. I, yeah, I, I, it, it was mentioned that he was interested, but uh, he wanted it on PC, I think. And they refused to release it on PC, so... <laughs> it's the yeah, same it's with like, 22. It's coming to, like, everything else. Like... But PC. Even on Switch. Even on Switch. I wonder if there's some PC. weird licensing thing again where they don't want people, like... Yeah, that may be it. Since stuff. PC, you can mod it. To take yeah. They don't want it to be accessible. But... Still, it would it would have been nice on PC just for yeah. smoother performance and all that. I assume they didn't mess up the pot, but oh well. At least it's on more than like PlayStation now, anyway. So <laughs> it's a little bit more accessible. 
<laughs> Maybe next was, time. Was it this one that had like the way more interesting like box art? Or like there was like a specific edition? There's like yeah, there's like a version with like kind of like a manga style like artwork like on the steel book or whatever. Which looks kinda of, it's like it's kinda of odd, but I kinda of like it. Oh I just saw it, the MVP edition. Yeah. It's pretty cool, yeah, you're right. It's like so that's it's, all I really remember about it. It's it's drawn like a manga cover, yeah. <laughs> Flames everywhere. It's like what the fuck is going on in this picture, but <laughs> it's neat. It makes it stand out a bit more anyway. Yeah. <laughs> I think they did that for NBA as well, for the Kobe edition, uh, for the Bamba edition, I think, at some point. It looked also different. It was different. a bit different. Yeah, it, it wasn't, wasn't anime. Oh, yeah, it, it was like, yeah, it was sort of like a drawn one, which still looks pretty cool. Didn't yeah. uh, make me uh, spend 70 euro because <laughs> the game wasn't that well received, actually. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm not like I'm not interested in sport games half of the time to begin with, but like the yearly ones, especially, no. <laughs> yeah, it's enormous uh, right now. Yeah. At this point, I'm only interested in football manager games, <laughs> and they only come out every now and, and now. They come out on Game Pass, so I don't even have to spend money uh, for them. So, <laughs> no need to uh, design cool steelworks, but actually, they had a cool um PC edition, cardboard edition, which was 100% recyclable. I, uh, oh yeah, you. I remember going to be like twenty percent more expensive or something. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty expensive. <laughs> uh, two days later, we have the House of the Dead remake. I haven't played the original. I think it was um, on the index in Germany for quite a long time, but now it's releasing also here. Uh, yeah, there also today was in the Dreamcast. I played it because a, a friend of mine owns it with the guns. It's pretty cool if you play it in co-op. Yeah. It's like, very tiring, let me tell you. The guns are not that uh, comfy. It definitely can, can tire your arm after a while. But it's fun. Obviously, so the only game that's tiring your arm this month. <laughs> I guess the this Witch Edition will just use the Joy-Cons as the guns, which won't be the same thing at all. But hopefully the remake is good. Not sure if if it will. Yeah, I saw but... the trailer and I, I was like, I don't know, something fell off about it. I don't know. Yeah, Could I'm not, and I'm not entirely sure if it's gonna be a good game, but we shall see, I guess. Pretty much, yeah. And then, um... and you pre-ordered it on the Nintendo page. In Germany, you can't actually. <laughs> so I'm not <laughs> quite sure. It still says rating in Germany. In Germany. So is the Germany version gonna be like? Edited or I don't know if there no, will be not. any. We will see. <laughs> it also, it's, it's not. It's not available it's not either on okay. Switch here right now with the pre-order. Well, we haven't uh, said if it's good or bad. We can't know yet. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, it's not available for pre-order here as well. It just says 2022 as a release date. So that's odd as well. For yeah, coming out next week. <laughs> Very weird. Also, a publisher I haven't heard of before, Forever Entertainment. I guess they're not around since forever already. <laughs> I have heard of them, but I don't remember why. I'm like, I'm, I'm going to have a quick look, but the, 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 the name's definitely familiar, but I think they publish a lot of like smaller stuff. I could be mistaken there, but the website's taken... Uh... Forever. Green Hell? They published Green Hell on PC as a uh, game? Yeah, Green Hell might be why I remember them. I haven't played Green Hell, I just know it exists. They publish a lot of games, actually, but yeah, it's I, only I, one I Yeah, I figured it know. was probably... There's like a bunch of those ones where it's like, you might know like one or two of their games, but then if you look and see what they publish, they publish uh, a lot. The <laughs> Agony. Maybe that's <laughs> yeah. why you, you know that. That might, help. that might be it, too, but... Yeah, there's there's a bunch of publishers like that where they they publish many 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 games, and you might hear actually like, on mobile probably. It's usually PC, but yeah, sometimes they have yeah. mobile as well. So what else do we have? We have uh, Forza Leashed also coming to Switch. We have Chernobylite coming to next as to new gen current gen. Cross. First time it's coming out in Europe. Right. Because it was uh, Square Enix, then they 
missed publishing a bunch of stuff in Europe for a while. Like between like the NES to like PlayStation One era, they skipped a lot. Like America would get stuff, but we would like sometimes Europe would get other games from other publishers, and America wouldn't. So I don't really know what was there going on there. But yeah, Chrono Cross. I mean, we didn't get Chrono Trigger until the uh, the DS version. <laughs> but uh, it's it's one I'm kind of interested to see what it's like. I've heard mixed things about it. But it seems interesting. Yeah, it's it's nice that they're actually releasing it in Europe and there's going to be some quality of life changes. So. Yeah, and you can disable random things. encounters. That's pretty interesting. Yeah. Yeah, it seems to be like... They seem to always have like a few different... Um, of like those modifiers or whatever that you can use in their like re-releases nowadays, which is nice. I I don't know how the leveling works really in Chrono Cross, but yeah, it's it's one that's kind of interesting to try. But it's not like at the top of my list. It's just nice that it is like getting an official release in Europe in any form, and yeah. at least like their ports aren't like it's like we're past the days for the most part of like the really weird like final fantasy ports like of the older ones that were like really crusty like the mobile ones and stuff like the old mobile ones anyway with the weird sprites and ui everything is final fantasy pixel yeah like the the, the pixel remasters still have some weird stuff going on but they're like a miles ahead of what some some of the ports square enix did and uh Previously, and wait for Final Fantasy Origin Pixel remake. <laughs> it it would look better probably than the real game. This this probably did that for April Fools because um <laughs> I remember at one point the Final Fantasy fourteen team did like a like a fake trailer for like a remake that used like SNES style sprites. Chaos. <laughs> So Zombie Army 4 coming to Switch. Uh, Stanley Parable Ultra Deluxe is coming to everything. Probably finally coming out. That, that's it's been delayed finally coming out. Yeah. It's, I mean, uh... it's like 10 years old, I think. I'm yeah, interested it's, it's in seeing close. what they added. Because there's been saying that the script now it's longer than the actual Stanley Parable game. So wow. yeah. I'm interested in seeing what the new stuff. Yeah, um, and then we also have Nintendo Switch Sports coming out on the 29th. Yeah, it's um, it's like it's fine. It's, it's Wii Sports. Yeah, <laughs> more Wii Sports. It's kind of weird that golf isn't in from the start. But again, it's like this is how Nintendo handle a bunch of their stuff where they, they just patch. Yeah, at this point, later. they just decide to release stuff later on. It's like hey, Mario Golf they... first. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I'm, that could be it. Like, play, go play Mario Golf if you want golf, and then you can play the Nintendo Switch Sports Golf. Eventually. I wouldn't be surprised at this point. It does make me wonder if they'll do paid um, DLC, like, um, it is for, like extra sports. Yeah, it's like it's hard to tell if they've actually got any plans for that, or if they're just gonna patch in like golf and then leave it as is. And like, if you uh, have you... the higher tier of the Nintendo Switch Online subscription, you can get those DLCs. Well, it makes sense. Yeah, <laughs> they probably would do that. Yeah. I guess it's better than what they did with the Wii U one, where it was like a subscription thing or something. Yeah, it was. I think it was like a free to play, but you had to actually pay to get the games. So yeah, yeah there was some weirdness going on. It was there. horrible. <laughs> yeah, it just it feels a bit late, really. Like it feels like this is a sort of like thing I just put on a disc of Wii Sports and play Wii Sports on my <laughs> Wii U. <laughs> it's just like it feels like this is what should have been there, like at Switch's launch. Or at least within the first and, year, and, rather and we than got five one to years. switch instead. Yeah, one. Uh, I think I've really <laughs> complained about one to switch during one of these yeah. before, <laughs> but it's just yeah, it's still very weird. But, it's but later okay. never, I guess. Yeah, it's like eventually. It's the same thing with like folders on the switch. It's like five years. It's five, it's like I guess it's there finally. I mean, they're still the audio four years. Yeah. Oh dear. At least it shows a month that's not that packed with games, so maybe can yeah, yeah. it kind of needs to calm down for a bit at least because like the first few months and like late last year was pretty bad as well. 
I mean, the target is still grandmas and chi- and children, I guess. So <laughs> maybe that can attract some. <laughs> but for Switch from Nintendo, there is not a lot coming in the next month, actually. Uh, just Mario Strikers, which I'm looking forward to. Yeah, it was kind of cool that they announced uh, a new one. Finally. Yeah, I'm looking forward to for it. Uh, very unfortunate timing because in a in a couple of weeks more, there's gonna be the new Fire Emblem Warriors game. So, yeah, one of them is gonna have to take a back seat. Oh, and, yeah. and I'm sorry, Mario, but Fire Emblem is always my priority. So, <laughs> yeah, but I, but I play it eventually. <laughs> Maybe Fire Emblem will suffer more because it's the other one is football. Football's <laughs> better. It's. I mean, you have a point there. It depends Mario on, it is Mario's on mainstream, but yeah, very unfortunate choice by Nintendo releasing two games in the same month. But... I mean, Nintendo will buy the FIFA license now that EA <laughs> is losing it and calling it EA Sports Football Club. When well, at least the next year is still going to be FIFA from what I hear. <laughs> After 2023, yeah, it's probably going to be EA Sports FC or whatever. We need Mario in realistic sports games again, like that time he was in that one basketball game that I forgot the name of now. Oh, that was a thing, yeah. I forgot it existed. Like, Mario in basketball is weird because he's like he was in like an like another licensed basketball game, but then they like Nintendo and Square Enix also made a basketball game, and then they had like Final Fantasy like jobs in it. <laughs> it's like okay, <laughs> I'm gonna play as the White Mage, my favorite Mario character. I like the Mario baseball games, which. Didn't even come come out in Italy, so I had to import them literally. <laughs> yeah, that, that's but, one of those ones really where it's great. like it's never getting a sequel. <laughs> because they were like, they "Why it, even bother releasing in Italy? Nobody here watches baseball, so we're wasting money." And I had to import it from a store that actually sold it in Italy. <laughs> yeah, there we go. The NBA Street, Street V3. Yeah, it's been a while. Two thousand five. Yeah. I don't know why I even remember that existing, but <laughs> I think it's just like you see it and you're just like, what the, what is this? Yeah, that was my reaction. I haven't heard of that. The Japanese box art actually features Mario very prominently. Makes sense. I don't know how well those, like, those sorts of games sell in Japan. <laughs> yeah, it's like they, they, take, they take away more of the box art there. Even, like, the logo, it's, like, uh, reworked. Yeah, I guess that's it for the April releases. Not a lot coming out. At least we can um, reduce our backlog, maybe. Yeah, yeah we have time to get, go through our backlog. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. I guess one other thing that recently got a release date was the Vampire the Masquerade Blood Hunt, which I just I just keep remembering because it's sort of like it's just such a weird game to exist it feels like it's come late to like the battle royale stuff and then it's like another vampire the masquerade spin-off game and it's like okay <laughs> it just feels like a very odd game it's like i might try it because it's a free-to-play thing but whether it'll like have an audience that'll like keep it alive is another thing entirely well i told you it's just like battle royale like how many of them are still really active now? Like, if it's a big stuff like Apex and like PUBG is still going and stuff like that and Fortnite, but like a lot of yeah, like, only the, the big the ones, ones kind of every competitor that tried basically either for, fell into obscurity or just shut down. Yeah, because they can't really keep alive with like, the, the battle royales where you know like hundred players or whatever. It's like they they need they need a big player base because the moment it starts dropping, it's kind of over. Pretty much. But yeah, and once you lose players, uh, that's, yeah, that's it, it just gets worse. So worse pretty quick. But yeah, like I, m- I might play it just because it's like around launch. There will actually be other people playing it as well. So it's like, may as well at least try it before um, <laughs> before it dies. <laughs> but it is already in early access in September, right? Uh, how's think, the reception? I think. Do you know? Um, I don't think the player base was that big. Partly because it was um. Like an early access thing, and it wasn't the full release or anything yet. I don't. I think think the reception was generally okay, but it wasn't that popular. So it's mainly like 
with the like full official release like on consoles and stuff as well. PC it's Gamer like... are calling it baffling to fans and non-fans alike. Yeah. And Game Informer called it intriguing and full of potential. Well, yeah, that's what yeah. most early access people have potential. <laughs> it's like it could be interesting, but... Well, they won't yeah. run out of money quickly because they're owned by Tencent. Or not. But it has a it has a chance, but yeah, I don't I don't see it lasting too long. It depends if it can somehow like pick up steam on like social media and streaming and stuff. That's like gonna be the thing that saves it. But it's definitely not got that much interest behind it right now compared to what it probably should have if it wants to survive. But yeah, again, yeah. I'll probably jump into Great. it at the end of the month. But yeah, it's probably we we will see. I guess. I guess sort of related to uh, multiplayer games that have no player base. Uh, PlayStation Plus for this month, like the the PS Five offering being HUD Outlaws and Legends. Uh, yeah, that's uh, that was an interesting choice. Yeah, those were very interesting games. <laughs> well, it's like like um, Slay the Spire and it's the SpongeBob remaster. I'm kind of like, yeah, sure, that's fine. But I don't know HUD Outlaws and Legends. It's like the game to buy a ps5 no... to play food <laughs> <laughs> it's like the, the, the on pc nobody plays it anymore like the playbase dropped off fairly quickly and it's like it seems to happen a lot with like the ps plus uh, things where it's like a lot of the time they, they add up like a multiplayer game to it either like at launch or later on but it's like they rarely ever have any player base. I don't think they care that much anymore since they announced the premium stuff. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, the point where just like, sure, just throw that game there, who cares? Uh, wasn't yeah. there like a minimum Metacritic they should have, the games on PS Plus, I remember? Vaguely. I don't know if that's a ca the case anymore. I mean, we and got I... Godfall, so I don't think <laughs> that's the case. We got part yeah. of Godfall. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, like there's a lot of like I think like how many of them have really like survived after they were added to PS Plus? Like, like Rocket what, like, League. Like it's basically like Rocket League is the only one I can really remember where it's like it it popped off and like it was one that already had a lot of interest anyway. It's like yeah. a lot of them that get added at launch, like um, Destruction All Stars. I think nobody cared about it really, oh. and it's like it bombed like it bombed pretty hard and then. Yeah, it just happens a lot. Like Worms Rumble, that that kind of died off really quickly. Mm -hmm. And part, yeah, the, the part of Godfall, which like, I think just annoyed people more than anything. It was like it's never going to help the game. It just feels like a lot of the time, whatever multiplayer games get added, or like PvP, I suppose specifically, there are always ones that just have no life. It's like it, it feels like it's a death sentence if it's on PS Plus at that point. <laughs> but yeah, like Rocket League was like the outlier, but. And like um, Rocket League and kind of um, Fall Guys, like it's st it's still doing okay. Obviously, the popularity dropped off a bit quickly, but it's still going. And that, but that that was another game that kind of had a bit of hype behind it, which probably hurt it a bit in the end as well, with like the servers dying and like people's expectations. But yeah, like I feel like I don't want to say it's like a wasted like slot or anything for like plus, but yeah, car like. Cooperative multiplayer games are kind of more welcome because it doesn't matter what the player base is like because if you know people with PS Plus, they have it as well. <laughs> so you could, you at least always have somebody to play it with if you're interested. But, yeah. And we also had Knockout City, which uh, um, oh, had yeah. a drop-in player base as well. Wait, was that actually on PS Plus? I can't. According to PlayStationFandom.com, oh, yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. I think, but I don't. Was it? I don't think it was at launch, right? I think it was like yeah, later it was on. later on in December. Yeah, which kind of, yeah, kind of follows the trend a bit there. It's like, it's like I don't think there's ever been a point really where like a cop, oh, not cop, like a PvP multiplayer game's been added to Plus when it's like still been okay. And to Serena Legends. That was added uh, in August last year. And <laughs> I think it was released in July 2020, at least for yeah. this year. Yeah, it's like pretty much if a multiplayer game is added to PS Plus. Yeah, it's like they, they might have a slight chance if it's one being added that's releasing same day. But if it's one that's already been out, like they generally just seem to be ones that are, are dying 
it's it's kind of it's kind of odd. And from now on, we're uh, from June on, we will only get two games, I think, a month. Well, yeah, yeah so like, only two. Yeah, it dep- I, I, it's interesting. Like, I'd be interested to see how it goes, but I, I don't. People haven't it. been taking it very well. I assume there's gonna be there's gonna be a few that do the extra or premium subscriptions, but I predict a lot of people would just say with essential. Yeah, because it really depends what's in the other tier that. that yeah, it's basically the PS Now catalog. So either you're interested in those games, or there's really no point. But even like me, the, I think the... I just do the extra thing or premium if there's a game that I want to play at that moment. And if it isn't really cheap on the PS Store, I just get the extra premium for one month and be done with it. That's basically how it works for me. And I suspect for a lot of Does PS people. now have any PS5 games on it? Because... No, not yet. Oh. They're adding some PS5 games. Which yeah, because that's, that's what I was thinking with like the rework. There They're adding Returnal, so that's interesting. Yeah. But again, I guess people would just make the extra for that month or two where they want to play the PS5 games and just go back to Essential later on. Yeah, I'm, I'm mainly interested to see what PSP games they pick because it's just so weird. Like it's weird, yeah. Like where's where's the Vita for God's sake? It's like why <laughs> why why is there no Vita? What are you I mean, doing? they don't even want to emulate the PS3. Only yeah, streaming. There's been rumors that they are trying to work on it. And like the the whole streaming PS3 stuff's like kind of like a just a like a whole. I mean, like... those, some random idiots managed to make an emulator for PC. <laughs> Why can't Sony do it? <laughs> yeah, so it's on like PS5. <laughs> I feel yeah, so it's like supposedly they are working on actual emulation for PS3 stuff, but yeah, that remains to be seen. For I now, don't think they're like, that interested. Uh, no, so Sony doesn't like Vita. You even need a mod uh, to play some Vita <laughs> games on PlayStation TV, a console. Uh, or right. I have some friends that modded the PS TV just. To I play don't. Yeah. What, 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 what was the I'm sure this doesn't exist, basically. Why did they even call it PS TV? Like what? Uh, the, the PS TV is just another really weird. I think decision. it's only called PS TV in Japan, not here. No, no, it's also in Europe. It, I can yep, confirm yep. it. That's because they have so friends weird. who had the PS TV. PlayStation yeah, but TV. it's a different name, I think. No, no, it was PlayStation TV. Trust me. Mm. I saw it in stores. I know. Yep. That's <laughs> that's why it's so strange. <laughs> Maybe in Germany they call it different. I don't know, but at least no, in Italy... It, it, it's no, the, the thing TV. specifically was in Japan and it was called the PlayStation Vita TV, which makes more sense. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, they should have called it PlayStation Vita TV. Yeah, that, that's why it's like... That, that makes a little bit more sense. Because that's it's like a Vita you can play on the is. TV. But when it's PlayStation, any TV? PlayStation is connected to the TV. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I w- like when I saw it in stores before my friend uh, ta- taught me what it actually was. I was like, "Wait, is this some kind of streaming service to play PlayStation games via streaming?" Because I was, "What the fuck is PlayStation TV?" <laughs> yeah, so weird. Like, at the, and then I was like, "Oh, it's just Vita." Okay, then. Still kind of sad <laughs> about the Vita, really. They realized <laughs> not every game is being playable on the PlayStation Vita TV, so they call it PlayStation TV. Oh, yeah. Happy you, are, you had to mod it to let it play every Vita game. Uh, yeah. It's just like, I would have been happy with like the Vita, when, when they did like the rework of the Vita, like the second edition, if they just made it use SD cards. Like, come on. Even that, then then it could die. It's like, please. At least you can unofficially use SD cards now via like the... Uh, there's like, adapters and mods yeah. and stuff, but yeah, but it's that's just really like, a problem. It's <laughs> annoying, and yeah, like Sony really messed things up. Or not uh, being able to capture Vita, uh, except you get a modded Vita. I mean, that that was the issue with the 3DS as well, really. Right, like you needed to have like the ones with like the the modded chips and extra bits and pieces and stuff, but at least uh, capturing handhelds isn't so bad now because. That the only handheld that matters really is the Switch, <laughs> and you could just dock it. <laughs> and obviously, the um, the Steam Deck is a PC, so <laughs> that's not so hard either. But I think you you need some adapters and stuff. So, and the Quest even has a build-up. Yeah. But yeah, the Vita's a shame. Why isn't it part of like they they better add it to like 
some sort of thing for the PlayStation Plus rework. Because, like, come on. <laughs> it's just weird to see PSP there and not Vita. Sony really wants us to forget that Vita ever existed. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be funny if, like, the PSP games are at, like, uh, the regular resolution as well. <laughs> Rather than being upscaled. At this point, I wouldn't be surprised. Oh, dear. Yeah. Where if they give me Chris's core again, maybe I can buy it. <laughs> Please. Maybe. I doubt it. I entirely doubt it, but maybe. <laughs> yeah, so I guess we can wrap it up. I guess yeah, so. pretty pretty quiet month and same same in next month. Really, quiet month. So it's it's no. for the best. <laughs> we don't need every month to be like crazy with game releases. Thankfully, we already are. I mean, like technically, every month's still crazy with game releases, but it's like thank God the fiscal year ones. is over, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, publishers are working on their summer game fest presentations, not their E three booths. Because there is no E3. I don't expect that to turn to return next year. They said they're going to do it. They said they're going to. Oh, we're going to renovate stuff. It's going to be entirely new. It's going to be in like. It's going to be cancelled, or nobody's going to care. Like people already didn't trust it with like the whole data leak stuff, and then the digital one happened, and it was a waste of time. And like, uh... yeah, there were already some journalists who were saying uh, they're scheduling a disaster, so it's, they're probably going to cancel it. And that's exactly <laughs> what happened. <laughs> I mean, the 2021 was a disaster. Like, do you remember T-Bandai Namco E3? Where it was only one game? Yeah. <laughs> or, or other What was the other one? There was, a, there was another one that was like, even, like, I think there was like, what, like, no game show I, is? I think maybe Capcom was another weird one. I can't remember the name, but it was like, it wasn't like one of the main ones, but there was just, there was one presentation where it's just like, why, why was this here? Like, what's going on? <laughs> but yeah, the, 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 yeah, the Bandai Namco one is, yeah. But yeah, like, I think. Like, if you're going like... to do this kind of presentation, like, just closely free at all, Jay. Like, yeah, like the, the digital E3 last year just felt like it was put together at the last minute. Maybe they could have done something more interesting, but yeah, don't mean, leave Geoff. <laughs> it's not really <laughs> worth doing if they're just gonna like put out what they did last time, which was not worth it. <laughs> Probably wasn't worth the money on there and either. But I mean, you can stream demos. Um, even Tribeca Game Festival did it better than uh, E3 <laughs> because they didn't do anything there. And they can just put it on Steam as well, um, Steam Demo Festival, Demo Festival, what it's called. It's pretty good, so it will happen anyway. So E3 has lost uh, its place or its rele relevancy. Yeah, it was happening for a bit, and it's kind of like yeah, the, the pandemic just ended it. <laughs> like, yeah. All right. Uh, speaking of ending it. Um, we will <laughs> hear you next month. Um, hopefully with Mo again. We will see yeah. um, if we can. Yeah, it's difficult to Little get time the zone schedule. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely a couple of games next month. I'm kind of interested in. Well, one <laughs> at least one. <laughs> it's close enough to a couple, right? Let's see if we uh, beat chaos until then. Chaos. <laughs> He's Thanks really for listening. <laughs> <laughs> See you. See you next time. See you.